I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. G'day guys and girls. Welcome to the SC Playbook question and answer podcast. Newly going onto the SC Playbook Spotify and Apple podcasting channels as of last week. Uh, on this podcast each week, uh, I'm your host Tim Williams, by the way, uh, I'll be answering your questions from subscribers only. Everyone can listen, but the, sub- the questions do drop in our the SC Paper subscriber-only WhatsApp group. So just a bit of an informal, chilled out, into the, the Supercoach week, I suppose it is. Uh, and it also gives me an opportunity with trades changing throughout the week and captains, sit-v starts, all that sort of stuff to drop all them and, and update you going into the first game of the week on Thursday night. So let's get stuck into it for this week. First question from Dominic Mikolak. Am I crazy to be a non-believer of the Broncos hype train and be trading Walsh to Latrell this round? No, I don't think so. No, like, look, it's not a move that, that I'll be making. It's a move I considered. Uh, first thing, first and foremost, I like the matchup for the Bunnies on Easter Friday. I love what the Doggies are doing this season. They're just so injury hit to their forwards. They're missing, you know, even just from last week, Pele and Fatale and Mariner. On top of that, Luke Thompson, Tavita Pangai Jr., Jacob Preston and Max King are both in doubt as well. So it's a great matchup. It's the kind of, like, on numbers it doesn't make sense. Luttrell's about likely to be about to drop some more money. Reese Walsh is likely to be able to make some more money. The Broncos have two nice matchups coming up before the run gets more difficult. So look, as I said, it doesn't entirely add up, but they're, they're the kind of moves that you know you go against the pack and you pull the trigger on a little bit earlier, and you know the truck come out and go one fifty, and the Raiders could get up for the game against the Broncos at SunCorp, and and maybe Reese Walsh doesn't get the attacking stats and, and he gets thirty, and there's a massive swing next week. That's the, the biggest trade in the competition. So uh, look, I won't be doing it, but I do not think you're, you're crazy in that at all. Question from Jake, is it time to start pod hunting? Uh, a bit of a general one there, mate, but each to their own. If you want to go down the pod route this early on, you can. The way I see it is build up your build up your bank nice and early, even for a couple more weeks. Once you're satisfied with your team and you're satisfied with your squad, uh, I suppose your squad value, you can then take a look at starting goes and pods, but there's never a right or wrong time for going for pods. I say it time and time again, but with pods, don't pick someone because they're low ownership and you want to be different. Do it because you genuinely believe they're going to outscore the more popular players. So next up from Kyle Dunley. Thoughts on Campbell Graham as a pod to Garrett Marju. Like it. 
I, I do like it. Um, I mean, for, if we're talking break-evens-wise, Marge, you're about to make a stack of cash. Gary has a high break-even and a clash against the Panthers, so no drums. Campbell Graham, averaging 71 this season, 39 in base, three big scores already, along with two lesser ones, but the Bunnies' draw has been so difficult. They have two really nice matchups coming up. Then it gets a little bit more difficult again, but... Look, he's likely to, to, I mean, he might get picked for Ogin, but I do think with Tommy and Turbo on the trail back this season for the Blues at this stage anyway, look, he, he won't be picked there. So Origin coverage too, and I think it also helps with the Bunnies that their right edge is humming at the moment. Traditionally a left side, dominant side. It's still their better side, but the right's been great this year, and Cody Walker is sweeping both sides as well. Always a good sign, so don't mind it. Declan Barry, do you think you'll crash over for a meaty this weekend? I've traded you in. Assuming Declan Barry is talking about my my lookalike that's got plenty of attention this week, Zach Hosting, Hosking. Mate, I hope so, because I'm trading you in as well, trading me in. A um, bit different to my other lookalike, Phoenix Crossland. Question from Jacob, would you sell Hopgood or Dewey for Hosking? <sighs> yeah, I'd probably sell Dewey for him. Um I am holding Hopgood. I think he may even start on Monday, even if he doesn't get big minutes. I think he can score well in 60 to 65 minutes. Parramatta don't play, sorry, do play all three of the major bye weeks over that origin period, so he's going to be a key number. He's 550-odd K, so it's not like he's 700K and we're cashing in. I I just think he's... I'm, I'm happy to hold him. Break even is about 40. Even if he does come out and play terrible minutes and scores poorly and he becomes a trade, he's not going to drop a lot of cash. I think he's a hold this week. Dewey has the buy next week. I will be holding because I don't think there's a lot of great other 5-8 options out there. At the moment, I'm waiting for Dylan Brown to drop in price uh, and Cameron Munster. So while I, I'm holding Dewey, I think if you can turn him into Hosking, I said Tiger's buy next week. That looks like a pretty good move to me. Question from James, who is more of a must-have this week if you can pick only one, Hosking or Marju? I like Hosking. I think job security is better. He's absolutely killing it. They're both about to make a ton of cash. Hosking is also 100k cheaper. I think Hosking is the man. Hosking. Question from Tyler, I've used my trades this week to go from Wilton to Hosking. Bang, I'm doing the same, mate. And Hammer to Marju. Should I boost and go from Butcher to Preston or have I missed the boat with Preston? I would like the boost, however... There's just doubt around Jacob Preston playing tomorrow. Look, if he does get named to play in final teams, yeah, I don't mind it. And there's still more money to be made in Jacob Preston. Whether or not it's worth a boost, I'm less less convinced about. Question from Jay. Is Tamari Martin worth bringing in for a cash grab? Have Katoa and Shuey and want to move him to 2RF. Any 5'8 middle middies worth a shout? Uh, so I will say... It's, it's, there's not a lot of great 5.8s, as I mentioned with Dewey before. that. That's why I'm a little bit reluctant to sell him because I don't think the only great ones. Maybe a sort of sideways move to Cody Walker is a potential play, but Cody had three really low stars to, scores to start the season, so a bit reluctant. Tamare, 4.53k, break even 10. Nate, the 91 against the Cowboys from, from two games back for him will drop out of his rolling average. I, I don't love it. Look, after this week against the Knights, they go Cowboys, Storm, Roosters, Panthers, and I wouldn't feel comfortable playing Tamara in my 17. Question from Paul. I've seen a lot of turbo to trail talk for short-term matchup upside. Do you think the potential points difference over the next two weeks would make it worth a trade? 
Uh, I don't, mate. I understand it with the Bunnies two games, but while I do like them in this class, at the same time, the Doggies have been pretty good this season. So, you know, even on the short turnaround with injuries that they could turn up, I just don't think it's worth a trade. I, I think Tommy is a hold, to be honest, probably for the entire season. Paul Cadron, want to bring in Hosking, but Tuarif is stacked. Tuarif is stacked. Who would you trade out of Katoa or Hopgood? Look, I, I'm holding both. I, I do like Hosking as buy. If you really need to sell one of them, maybe Hopgood now that he's off the bench. Question from Brandon. I've got Stefano, Tapane, Kepi, and Pele in my front row rotation. Do you think it's worth upgrading Kepi for Welch this week, or would you hold Kepi and use him as, as my second front row forward in the coming bye weeks for the Raiders and Tigers? Thanks, mate. I will get to my trades at the end, but thinking quite similar. But I think Kepi is solid enough to play in the next two weeks without having to burn a trade going up to Christian Welch, who, while I do think Christian Welch is better supercoach scorer than Sean Kepi, in fact, he certainly is, Kepi can do a job in the front row forward for you. So I don't think you need him, mate. Question from Josh. Would you trade Hopgood or Val to Marju? Val gives me an extra 100k to play with next week for front row forward upgrades, but I really like his matchup this week. I don't know. Do you have to make the trade? I suppose is the question because if look, I think Val and Hopgood to both hold. Even just reading your question there around Val and like his matchup, I think maybe you're thinking the same that you want to give him another crack this week. See how he goes with Drinky back. Uh, Ruben Cotter's back there as well. They are missing a few forwards. So, look, no, I wouldn't trade either of them to Marzu. In fact, I'm in that position. I could make that decision, and, and I'm not. Question from Ash. Is a bottomed-out Brandon Smith now a buy? Cheese is, what is he? What's his break even? 26, 423K. Coming off scores of 54 and 52 in 55 and 68 minutes. Potentially. I, I, I just think 68 minutes last week. I'm trying to remember if there were... <clears throat> injuries to forwards that influence that or any backs. Uh, oh, Teddy. Teddy went off. That's what happened. Sue Lee went to fullback. He went to centre. Drew Hutchinson started. Anyway, I can't remember. But um, look, with the break even of 26, even in his 54 against the Bunnies a couple of weeks back, he scored a try in that with a line break. So I'm not overly convinced on him. I'd give him another game against the Storm tonight and then reassess if we think Cheese is a buy or not. I'm sort of eyeing off Sonny Luke next week at uh, another sort of almost 200k discount. Question from Bev. As discussed yesterday, thought process around picking your CT-dub cheapies in the 17 this early in the season. Uh, look, mate, it's CT-dub cheapies in the 17. So, sorry, by that you must be meaning like in of an example this week... Khan Pereira, who I'm sitting outside my 17 as it stands here, yeah, like, would you play him as an extra bench player ahead of, say, a forward in there? Look, CT dub cheapies, it's all matchup based. Khan Pereira, I like him, and I'll get to my sit for start soon, but no four in there. I know he scored well when four and got injured the other week, and Fafita was terrific. He's a solid play, but I just think, you know, what are we, round six? We should have relatively decent squads by this point, and there should be better options, so... Uh, I'm keen to lock and load the four that I've got at CT Dub and happy not to play any on my bench. If you've got a really strong player on the bench, then so be it. But if it's just cheapies, not for me. Question from John. Crazy to trade. Turbo, Garner and Butcher to fit in Hosking, D-Bags and Dunster. I'll get Turbo back in two weeks after his two tough rounds. 
Look, I, I don't mind the trades. D-Bags has the great matchup with the Tigers, but the Tigers have to show something, don't they? Their backs are against the wall entirely. I, I don't love the turbo trade. D-Bags about to drop it. Should be dropping a heap of cash. He could hit his break even, but it's pretty high. So, look, oh, I'd probably be a little reluctant to trade turbo as a part of that. Uh, Dunster, hey, Dunster's an interesting one. 234k on the wing for Parramatta. Some, their jaw starts to get soft, and he would provide coverage through the buy period if he does, the major buy period, I should say, if he does maintain that wing spot. So, Dunster's a big watch for me and one that I'm eyeing off for next week. Question from Alf. G'day, mate. Head to head player. 2RF of Murray, Fafida, Hopgood, Katoa, Preston, and Loyero. Want Hoskins, but would, would you say there's no one to move on for Hoskins? I can go CNK for Hammer instead. Let's have a look, mate. Um, a few people in this similar area. Trent Loyero has gone back-to-back 60s in 80 minutes with massive base, 63 and 58. Jeez, after a poor start, he's come good a bit, hasn't he? Um, of that side, even though he's had two good weeks, I'd probably look at moving on Loyero. That's massive base, but yeah... Look, I'd probably move Loyero to him if it was me, despite two good weeks, but it's not a must. <clears throat> Question from Matty Secker. Would you go Loyero or Hopgood out for Hosking? Loyero. Question from Daz. A legend, I'm looking to free up cash for Hines next week and I need to trade this week to ensure I have enough. On the chopping block is Utakamanu and Tanner Boyd. Would you go Utakamanu to Lindsay Smith or Tino's brother? My front row forward is Tapani, Welch, Utakamanu and Pele. So I'd need coverage in round eight and nine with buyers. Uh, I'm in the exact same position as you, mate. Although you do have Welch already this week going into it, so you've got you've got more coverage there. That's not too too bad. So you don't you're not desperate. Lindsay Smith, no, I would not because I think his minutes were probably inflated last week. He played 36 minutes for 61 points, 45 in base in 36 minutes. He also had a try assist in there, a tr- 12 point. Uh, you have in there some some attacking stat anyway. Look, I just think it's so hard to come by minutes in that in that Penrith Panthers pack. So I would not be going on Lindsay Smith this week. Tino's brother Tino Fasua Malawi. My concern with T, uh, Isaac Fasua Malawi is this: bottom dollar, set to make some money, all good. But his last game in that game, Foran got injured, Brimson got injured, Aaron Clark who would have taken up big minutes a lock, actually went to the halves and covered there. Jaden Campbell went to fullback. So it just screwed with the rotation. So for Sue Malawi, played 48 minutes. They've named a four-forward bench this week. When he, In his last two games, Jaden Campbell was on the bench with it. So I, I, I'm not convinced that he's going to get the minutes there. So I, I, I don't hate the buy of him. I just do see plenty of red flags around that. Question from... Uh, Michael, is Alamotti to Marju worth a boost this week? Yeah, don't mind the trade, mate. Uh, I think I do think there's more money to be made in Alamotti, but at the same time, Marju's definitely about to make a stack of cash, potential keeper. While I've spoken countless times this week about my reservations around Marju and job security, even if he does get dropped in a few weeks, if he doesn't perform defensively, he's going to make money, and as I said, could be a keeper. Could be 800k banging out tons for fun in a couple of weeks and hard to get to. So, yep, like that trade. Miss Jane, head-to-head player. Is there merit in getting Hines after the Roosters game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a head-to-head player, this is where one certainly differs a little bit. 
you know, overall we're sort of thinking need him straight away, could go nuts. I think worst case for you as a head-to-head player, if he does go nuts against the Roosters in that tougher matchup, then he could, you know, you might lose your week. But it's one game in a 27-round competition. Obviously, what, 24 rounds of that being, or 23 rounds of that being head-to-head. So you, you could just cop the loss if it really means, you know, if it helps you a lot more to, to wait that another week. That being said, do everything you can to get him in. But as a head-to-head player, if you need to wait a week, no dramas. He will go up a bit in cash. He might go up another 50K. So consider that also. Question from Deadly. With Schuster being out this week too, don't know if that's confirmed yet, but there are reports that Josh Schuster is out this week. Next week, would you hold off this week to next week do Walker and Cartwright to Hines and Schuster? Yep, like those trades. Question from Reese: Front row forward cheapy. Do we go which front row forward cheapy do we go to to cover the buy for Stefano and Taps? Had a big chat about the rugby league guru with this on beers and break even yesterday. So go and have a listen to that topic. If you actually jump onto the the SC Playbook YouTube channel, uh, you can I've actually snipped that up for it as a shorter sort of part of the show. Uh, but oh, look, there's a few. There's just a few to keep an eye out for. I want another look at all of them. You sort of looked at, at potentially Griffin Neem, who's playing on the edge this week. About to make money. He was really good last week, but there's questions around him. You know, Nat and I will be back next week on the edge. What sort of minutes does he play? Ruben Cotter's back. I don't mind looking at Harme Sele. He played good minutes last week, scored really well, but again, it's a, a relatively high break even, so we can get another look at him with Detola back. Also, can find an injury prod Harme Sele. So Harme might be the pick of them, but... I am tempted to go personally up to probably Kristen Welch if you're in that boat. Question from Maddie Gibson. I like Marju. Uh, we've spoken heaps about Marju. Sorry, Maddie. Dill Mullen, last reserve. Taruva versus Manny or Ford v Knights? Ooh, that's a tough one. I like them both. Jackson Ford, though, 80 minutes on the edge against the, the leaky Knights defence. Uh, I think that's a pretty good play there. Question from Steve. Who to Hosking? Murray, Katoa, Hopgood, feed up Preston or Ford, or don't miss out on Hosking? There are a lot of questions around this one. Mate, I don't know. I, I, it's a good back row. It's a really good back row. Uh, I think you're struggling to get him in. Maybe you can go Hopgood or Murray to him if you want. I, I'd probably be tempted just to, to miss him. Maybe in missing Hosking, you can go and get someone like Greg Marju, who's in a similar boat that is a mid-range, about to make a stack of cash with high point scoring and potential keeper upside. Maybe that's the offset to it. Great back row, though. Question from Drew. Who's got a better chance of putting up a good score this round? Hopgood, Loyero, Ford, Khan Pereira, or Taruva? Oh, if you're looking at that for your last bench spot, very good side. Jeez. Um, I'd again I'd, I'd probably play Jackson Ford 80 minutes edge happy days but there's not a lot between all of them question from Maddie. I know the contributors are pretty much hard sell on holding hop this round but my options are pass on Marju sell hop sell one of Fifi Ellie Katoa Preston sell Dewey run Schuster at 5'8 this week and possibly next week unless I can find the funds top grade to Brown next week da, 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 da. um well, Schuster's out this week, so you're probably going to have to hold Dewey, I would imagine. If you can cover him with an uh, with an Isaiah Katoa, maybe you'd sell Dewey. Sell Dewey to Hosking if that's what you're looking at, which I'd imagine you probably are. Question from Zach. Ellie Katoa or Holmes to fund Trey, to fund Hines? Probably Ellie Katoa. I think, I, I think, I don't know. Look, I think Katoa and Holmes are, are holds, but, I mean, when you're getting Nico Hines... Probably, 
Qatar. I don't know. I'd, look, I, I'd be tempted to give them another week and see who performs better this week. Question from Bailey. Hey, bloke. G'day, bloke. Looking at, to bring in Hosking this week and Sonny Luke possibly next week to free up cash. Is it... Uh, I'm doing the same, mate, for the record. Is it bad to be looking at having five Penrith Panthers players in the squad? I don't think it's too bad because I'd imagine... Like, Sonny Luke is a bench player any for you. Penrith have had their buy. That's fine. Sonny Luke is a cash grab option more than anything else. Another one you've got, there's probably Taruva, who was a CTW cheapie who will be moved along in a few weeks anyway. So, mate, I, I think that's probably all right. Question from Homer. Are you worried about your bet with the Guru? Mully Taylor has scored six tries to Katoa, three tries so far. Is Katoa by 497k? I'd forgotten about that trade, mate, so hopefully the Guru is listening to this. Uh, and, yeah, if it's 6-3, bloody oath, I'm worried. Is Katoa a buy at 497k? Not a bad buy. I mean, it's one for next week, though, obviously. Uh, Sharky's on the buy, so he's worth a look next week at the price, sure. <clears throat> the Sharky's draw does get a little bit tougher for next week, though. Question from Sammy. Thoughts on going early and Hayes Dunster purely to free up cash for Nico next week also could play in this week against the Tigers. Mate, I, I flirted with the idea as well, except the fact that my I'm very happy with my CTDAR, but I've got a few blokes there still making cash. So I'm eyeing that trade-off next week. Look, I think with job security, you've probably got to give it one more week, mate, especially if the Tigers do come out and, and knock the eels off and he has a, a blood of a game. You know, I'd be giving it one more week. I see the temptation, but they've got a lot of outside backs. Zach Sini's another one who's been going all right and could slide in there, so I'd probably be a little reluctant at this stage to do that. Guys, what I'll do is, uh, with these questions next week, it's all a learning process, obviously, but I'll go through them. Rather than scrolling straight through them, I will screenshot uh, all the best questions because there's a 1,000 questions in here, and I'll make sure any that double up we can just cut through so that we get to unique questions uh, each and every week and, and not yeah, not double down. So apologies if I missed a few there, but uh, there was a lot coming through, which is a great thing. So thank you for getting them in. Let's talk about my trades for the week and what I'm thinking. So here's what's happening. I am going Teague Wilton to Zach Hosking. I don't think Teague Wilton is an urgent sell, but again, I'm very happy with my back row, how it's sitting. Teague's on the buy. I do worry a little bit about Wilton's minutes in that he's good in attack. He's got his a few issues in defence and he's led a few tries through this season and in the past. So of all the back rows to move on, we've mentioned back rows throughout this podcast and who do we move on and that there aren't many players doing wrong there between Katoa, Preston, Fafida, etc. So I had to move him on. Hosking, look, I don't need to make his case for him. He's averaging 98 and a half, about to make a ton of cash, could be a keeper. <clears throat> Trade number two. At this stage, and probably won't change, I am heading down the coast later on, so I don't know if I have much time to have a look at too much. Uh, for anyone that didn't listen to the podcast during the week, I own Joe Tappany, Stefano Utakamanu at the front row, along with Pele and Noali on the bench. Tigers have the bye next week. I'm going to be a decent front rower short. The following week, the Raiders are on the bye. I'm, I'm going to be a, still be a front rower short. So I need to shore up that position. I am thinking... Moali up to Christian Welch. Welch, he had that one poor week against the Titans in the blistering hot conditions. Outside of that, his four games have been scores of 67, 51, 55, 55, almost entirely in base. In those games, he based 53, 45, 59, 48. He hasn't offloaded in three weeks, which in one sense I don't like. In another sense, I'm like, wow, he's gone 55 without his trademark offload. So if you can get that going again, which he did a little bit earlier in the season, 
Uh, he, he doesn't have to be a superstar for me, but if he can plug away for three or four weeks until I can upgrade him to, you know, probably Payne Haas or whoever it may be, uh, that will be doing a job for me. Looking ahead to next week, I will be looking at using a boost. I'm going to have to. One trade will be Tanner Boy to Nico Hind, more than likely. Reed Marnie to, I would say, Sonny Luke. And then I will have one more trade in the boost to free up a little bit more cash. I'm looking at any of Warbrick, Khan Pereira, Alamotti, or worst case scenario, Taruva. I'd like to hold Taruva. But one of them guys down to Dunster to free up the extra cash to be able to, to go Tanner Boyd to Nico Hines. My sit fee starts, I don't have changed from the Beers and Breakevens podcast at this stage, except for the fact that Welch comes in. So Stefano Utakamano, I'm sitting out of my 17 this week. CT Darb, I'm playing as my cheapie Taruva. So I'm sitting this week, Warbrick, Khan Pereira, Alamotti, Isaiah Katoa, Tanner Boyd, Franklin Pele, and Stefano Utakamano. Captain is going to be Nathan Cleary, I think. Uh, Manly conceded 32 the Knights last weekend. I think they'll be up for this and it'll be a good game of footy, but it's out at Penrith, 5.30 in the afternoon. I think Nathan Cleary is the safest play. My vice captain will be Valentine Holmes against the Dolphins. Dolphins, a few injuries of their own. Going up there, new halves again. So I think the Cowboys with Drinky back, Cotterback, can get the job done here. And Val, hopefully he can go 120, 130-plus for us as a VC option. Reese Walsh, another good skipper option against the Raiders, although I do think the Raiders will show a bit more ticker this week. So Reese Walsh, certainly risky. If I owned Latrell Mitchell, I would be captaining Latrell Mitchell in the Easter Friday clash. And that should be it for the week, guys. So have a terrific Easter. Good luck in Supercoach, and we'll be back next week. Cheers.